There are certain things that a girl or a guy are not going to be able to fulfill for you. And as soon as you go into that relationship, you start crushing them under the expectations of Christ that they can never fulfill. And you can keep going through relationship after relationship, and it will never work until that relationship with Christ is first satisfied and fulfilled. Welcome to the In Doubt Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Indo Podcast Show. My name is Isaac, your host, and today with me, this is this is kind of special because with me today we have the entire guest cast. So <laughs> oh, you guys need to be wow. wow. with every single one of us. <laughs> so we have Sean. Hey. Uh, hey, we got Jake. Hey, guys, and we have my uh, wife Brittany. Hi. Hey. So today is actually kind of special because behind me is actually our camera because we are our camera. Yeah, yeah. Our, our camera, camera. <laughs> the phone that's oh, sitting geez. up on this my... This is the first ever time that we've decided to uh, do a live Facebook video of the podcast. So all the mistakes that we usually edit out every Facebook time... Facebook is going to get it all. So, yeah. Facebook is going to get Uncut. it all. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, today is a group podcast and we're going to get into uh, Christian dating. This is our third week in our series on Christian dating. We had Grant Fishbook, the uh, pastor from down in the States. He came up for two weeks. It was amazing. And now we are going to share some of our stories, some of our yeah. struggles, maybe some of our uh, kind of ideas about dating here. We are all young adults. We're all uh, in between 20 and like 20 six. something. 20 20 20. 20. We're all 20 something. We're all, we're all 20 somethings. Yeah. And we're going to talk about dating and all of it is to help our listeners and help even us date well. And what are the good kind of things to date well as well. So firstly, I just want to say to our listeners, um, it helps so much when you guys let us know how we are doing. So if you go to like our iTunes podcast page, rate and review us, we would love that. Or go to our uh, episode podcast post on our Facebook page. We post it every single Monday and comment and like it and share it if you want to. And even if you don't like something about it, comment, let us know. We'd love to uh, to talk about that. <laughs> Also, this fall, I wanted to let you guys all know before we get started here, this fall we have two really special things coming. I'm really pumped about it. The first one is a Jude Bible study. That sounds kind of boring, but it's going to be really uh, exciting. It's a five-week study through the book of Jude. And as some of you may or may not know, Jude is the one of the biological brothers of Jesus. He wrote a tiny little mm-hmm. book uh, right at the, pretty like much the end of the Bible. physically small or just like in length? It was very small. Yeah, it was a tiny book. He wrote a tiny book. <laughs> it was a little book. small. No, no, it was just one chapter. Yeah. So it's just, you know. It's just Jude 1, Jude 2. Jude 3, Jude 4. Yep. I understand. Uh, yeah, you understand. So it's it's <laughs> it's exciting. And the whole theme of the, uh, of the book is all about you know, contending and arguing almost for the one true faith. And uh, sort of the nature of false teaching and false teachers to help us contend for that faith and encourage mm-hmm. us to uh, to worship and exalt Christ overall. So I'm really pumped about that. And then we are putting on our very first in doubt live event, which many of you guys know about already. Uh, it's going to be on sexual identity. Uh, the date is going to be October 27th at the Clovis Cinema. It's a old-fashioned movie theater in Cloverdale. This is the coolest the- thing ever. I have something like weird thing about being obsessed with like cinemas that are turned into churches. It's the coolest thing. It is. So Jake, as he just spoiled it, it, it is a church bought it and then refurbished it. It's a and- little anarchy. Eh? It's like you stick it to the entertainment industry. It's like no, we're gonna we're gonna start a church. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So anyways, it, it rents it out to other people. So we're going to rent it out and we're really pumped about uh, having, it's going to be like a TED Talks, except for Christians. So we'll have three speakers, 15 minutes each talking about sexual identity. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
hey, before we get started, what we're going to do is we are going to uh, taste oh, test some new, not new, just some interesting Pepsi flavors. Well, the I first... think one is new and one is just come back. Right. So we have the Pepsi Clear, which is a Crystal. comeback. Crystal. Sorry. She was. And the, the next Facebook one. Live people right over here. There it is. And the next one here. is Pepsi Ginger. So let's let's all pick up our uh, clears. Let's, let's try, try the clears. And, uh, Crystal. 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 Do we smell first? Smell, smell it? Yeah. The waft. I am convinced. Like I said before, this is just Pepsi without food. Okay, let's in it. try. Let's try. Okay. And I'm absolutely right. It has oh, yeah. no different taste <laughs> whatsoever like than regular yeah. Pepsi. It still tastes like Pepsi. It looks like Sprite and it tastes like Pepsi. <laughs> wow, that's okay. Let's pick up the uh, Pepsi ginger. I need, and, to, uh, I need to. Just a second. I need, I need to clear, rinse I need, my yeah, I, need, I need to clear the palate. This is this is intense. We have some water here too. Okay. All right, okay. ready? Next up, this we're gonna, gonna try be, this the, is uh, gonna be weird. the Pepsi ginger. Ginger beer, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's ginger beer. It kind of is like ginger beer, except it doesn't have such a bite. When I first, yeah, no bite. When it first no bite. went down, it tasted it's just like, a like regular Pepsi, and then there was like a weird ginger aftertaste well, to it. It's sort of flat as well, which I don't think. <laughs> which doesn't yeah, it's really, like, totally flat. Which doesn't Who really help. Who brought this in? <laughs> Who brought this in? Ooh. The sound. If you see me watching live, you see me looking at Rebecca in the sound booth. <laughs> yeah. Even exactly. a splat pop. Gee whiz. <laughs> All right. Well, that was really exciting. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, I haven't had that much fun in weeks. <laughs> wow. Hey, if we mix the ginger with the oh, Pepsi Clear, then it do will be back to its normal color it. and it will have fizz do in it. it. Wow. And then you drink it. I understand. Let's try it. Revolutionary. Boom. I'm going to call it Pepsi Ginger Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Rolls off the tongue. It does. All right. Well, let's let's just move into the actual kind of content of the uh, of the podcast. Like we said, uh, this is our third week talking about Christian dating, and uh, yeah, what we're going to do today is we're going to hear from all of us are going to have a chance to sort of talk about a, either story or something about their experience uh, with dating, and then we're going to respond to it and talk about it. Uh, and again, all for the purpose to help us sort of live like Christ-centered lives in our relationships. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's start with, uh, Sean. Sean, why don't you just start, share us with something about, uh, dating. About dating. Oh man. Okay. Well, um, I've only been dating for maybe about like two months. The resident expert on dating here. (laughs) So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm totally resident expert. So you are are in it right now. Yeah. I'm in a relationship right now. Um, I mean, there's like things that have come up, but I think the biggest things right now have been kind of what I've viewed dating as versus like what it's actually been Hmm. and kind of breaking down a lot of those preconceived ideas about dating and also breaking down a lot of like idolatry issues in like in my own view of it. I mean, uh, like I had, I was interested in like one or two people maybe like four or five years ago, um, but it never worked out. And that actually like crushed me for a while. And I went on this like crazy like celibacy stint for like four or five years where I was like, I'm not going to date anyone ever. I'm not going to get married. And uh, like, this is all like whatever. And then I, re- I kind of realized in the past couple months where that came from. And I think that came from me valuing my own plans over what God had for me. And like, I didn't fully have any like peace right. in like where God was taking me or, or the sovereignty of God over my life. And I was just kind of thinking like, uh, you know, these people are the people for me, this person, this girl or whatever was the girl that I should be dating and marrying and stuff. And when that didn't happen, it kind of just crushed me for a while. Hmm. And so I think now being like a relationship now, I've been um, 
trying to work towards uh, with the girl I'm with uh, being transparent over those things because, I mean, I think uh, the the biggest thing that scares people is like getting into a relationship and then um, possibly like breaking up and then like two people are heartbroken or crushed or whatever mm-hmm. and so working towards this place where it's like you're getting to know somebody yeah. and and you're working towards something without being careless with like this fragile thing that you're kind of holding right. so it's kind of something I'm, I'm i'm working on right now and just just thinking about so f- for that whole like four to five years you're, you're saying that you never even like the entire time you had that like strong yeah i had a pretty big big wall up i would say where that was just kind of my go-to. It's like, you know, me and my guy friends would joke about, like, going to, like, conferences or whatever. And it's like, oh, let's go and, like, find some girlfriends or something. Yeah, like, like that. those blinders on that, like, horses wear, you <laughs> yeah. know, so you yeah. can't even see yeah. women. And I was I was just not in that. I, like, uh, I'd joke about it, but, like, I really wasn't there in the sense of, like, even the pursuer looking for someone. Yeah. And I think that actually probably was a lot more damaging than it was helpful because there were a few people, I think, that God put in my life who could have been something or work, but I just wasn't open to it. So, you know. So the past, like, maybe year or so, you've sort of been breaking down that idol of your own plans almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, this this idea that, like, uh, this person who I'm going to be with is going to, like, satisfy all these things in me right. or whatever. And, like, how those things need to be, like, fully satisfied in, in Christ and yeah. in what God's done for me. If that's not there, it's like... I can even see it because like this is the first relationship I've been in right now is like those moments where it pops out where I'm expecting like my girlfriend to like satisfy these expectations or these things or or, or whatever. And it's like, that's going to crush that person. And if it's done to me, it's going to crush me as well because yeah. no one's going to be able to live up to it. Yeah, that's a huge point too. And I'm, I'm looking at you young adults and if you're my <laughs> young adults or other young adults listening specifically, and I've had this conversation a lot because I have conversations with young adult men as they're going into relationships or having relationship troubles is that... You first, before you go into relationship, you absolutely have to make sure that you have a solid relationship with Christ. Yeah. Before even like you start thinking about it, mm-hmm. because what happens and like what Sean is saying is there are certain things that a girl or a guy mm-hmm. are not going to be able to fulfill for you, these expectations you have. And as soon as you go into that relationship, you start crushing them under the expectations yeah. of Christ that they can never fulfill. Right. And then also in that, this heartbreak can happen because you can tear or end a relationship or something in the case of these expectations, which no one will ever be able to fulfill. And you can keep going through relationship after relationship, and it will never work until that relationship with Christ is first satisfied and fulfilled. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Britt and I actually went to the uh, same Bible college. And something that I witnessed every first year, I was there for four years, so I witnessed four first years, uh, you see all these students come in and and many of them are are insecure and they, they do not have that solid relationship with Christ. It's not matured at all. They yeah. just maybe just came up. I was one of those in my first year as well. And it, you see them get into these relationships and it's it's like really, really not healthy because one, you see them either go super like spiritual or they go super physical and terrible things have happened because of that. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Sorry, Brittany. No, that's just like classic, like I think classic Christian relationships, not to paint it with a broad brushstroke or anything, but I think that we can kind of almost be like we can over-spiritualize the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like say, oh, like I found a person and they like 
love Jesus or they look like they love Jesus. And then like you can start talking about all these like deep heart things and like emotional vomit, like total yeah. emotional vomit. Yeah. And yeah. then like, let's pray about that together. And it's like, we just met and now we're like going super deep. And it's yeah. just, that's like the worst thing you can ever do. Well, <laughs> I, I actually found from experience with me, like uh, there's this girl I, I used to like a long time ago. Uh Oh, in front uh, of your wife right now. Eh? She was it's all good. And, <laughs> And it was almost as if talking theology or talking some sort of spiritual thing was like an excuse uh, I had to actually be able to go deep and sort of flirt with this person, you know, because if it, I was sort of to be able to justify in my head, like I can get really close to this person and have these long conversations with. And you say it's like it's holy, it's like, a, like it's righteous. You can say it's holy because yeah. I'm yeah. talking about theology. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. it's like your little buffer of safety Justified. there. Between yeah. You and... ju- I justified it by using yeah. sort of spirit, which is terrible. I mean, that's. It's like the worst thing you can do. Thanks, <laughs> I just can't. Thanks, yeah, it really you are, is. You are the worst but we've person. all done it. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like I remember, yeah, Absolutely. like my first relationship too. Like we, you know, we didn't know each other. And so, but we had like, the thing is when you're Christians, you have the common bond, obviously of like Christ, right? So all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's like, you already have this natural, like, oh yeah, like you're solid and I'm solid and like, cool. We can like talk about all these things that are really deep and matter to us. Cause like there's almost this like false, like security, like, you know, the person already, Mm -hmm. but you don't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we miss out a lot of times. Like when, when starting a relationship is like just kind of getting, like taking a step back and just getting to know someone on just like a personal level, not like Mm -hmm. a spiritual level. Just a friendship. Friendship, That's that's a good point too. Cause I'm going to counter my own point. I said before, um, (laughs) But the thing is, just because someone loves Christ as well does not mean you should be with them. Yeah. Right. Like that is a big thing to make sure that they do love Christ. But just because they do doesn't mean like, oh, that's the guaranteed person. Because there's a lot more things than just their faith. And faith is huge and should be the one priority. But there's things like, what do they like doing? What are their hobbies? And that's yeah. what is their that what is their like um, personality like? What do they like with kids and all that sort of stuff? What that are their you need goals? To work through as well. Life. Yeah, yeah. Like where do they where see do they want to go? Yeah. What do yeah. they love? Yeah. What you know that yeah. sort of stuff. So you need to make sure. Are you attracted to them? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a huge think, right? one. And I think yeah. that's a. It sounds funny, but in like this Christian world, it's like, oh, you can't if you're attracted to someone. That's like a sinful way to be like. But like you want to be attracted to the <laughs> yeah. person that you're dating. Absolutely. And yeah. I I can't stand it when people are like, well, don't focus. Well, you shouldn't focus too much, but you should be attracted to the person. <laughs> That yeah, you choose to go out with. That's a good yeah. point. So yeah. there are some other things as well. Yeah. After the the, the, the relationship with Christ. Yeah. yeah. Jake, do you have like a story or something you want to share about uh, dating? Um, I don't know. A story. I've had some tough situations in dating, and and not like I don't want to say that personally against people, but what I would say is, and, and it's really what I was just talking about as well. Before you start dating someone, you need to know them well. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who you think you know them well and you don't. Like a month even, it probably isn't enough time to know someone to start dating them because you need to see them go through certain things to see how they react to them. Whether that be emotional hard things where they, they, they struggle with that, whether it's things that would make them angry. Yeah. How they even express joy in those ways as well. Um, Because there are things that will people will show you as you get to know them, and it's a little bit more casual, so they sort of feel more free outside of the just dating. And everybody tries to look good while you're dating. You put you know your good face on. It's like I you you don't even exist as that person in real life. But yeah, you need to be in this relationship where you're comfortable enough with each other to act as you regularly are, and then find out who they are as a person. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, their like their singleness is gonna kind of like shine through what yeah their relationship with Christ looks like. It's mm-hmm. just it's just them and Jesus and the the friends that are around them and and the people that are around them and like. That mm-hmm. what I found is like when I started dating, uh, it's actually a little bit hard to get back to that, um, yeah. because of the expectations they that were are, that about are that there. The other day, yeah, yeah, and like um, even going and kind of not that that surface level fun things are like we shouldn't always be over glorifying the spiritual. It's we should be just enjoying, yeah, time one another, like yeah. recreational time and just doing stuff and hang, hanging out, and and. Like when you go into a dating relationship so quickly, it's like those things actually kind of can be put on the back burner because you've over glorified these other things that you think need to be involved in dating so much. Like constantly talking about like the future and marriage and how's your relationship going and stuff like that. Whereas like (laughs) the first date, (laughs) what color like table, like like, like table covers should we have at our wedding? Oh gosh. Yuck. (laughs) Right into it. Or yeah. second favorite table color. Here's like, <laughs> like, here's my question is like, how do you, you're dating now. How do you work on going back to being friends, but dating, but like not working towards something so intense mm-hmm. and always making it this kind of over exaggerated, uh, yeah. always looking to the future. How do you, how do you just be in the present? Um, but not giving yourself, still guarding your heart kind of thing. <laughs> Do you have a you yeah. have question? I was thinking here. like <laughs> like answer. the best way, just as you were talking, the best way to avoid that like kind of spiritual intimacy, if you want to call it that, ugh, um, is like <laughs> So Christianese, to, man. Yeah, I like that. Um, is to hang out like with a community of people. People. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, So like definitely. do stuff in groups. Yeah. Like go to – like no one group dates anymore. That was like a huge thing back in the day, I think. Yeah. And like no one does that. It's all like, oh, we're going for coffee and we're going to talk for three hours on our first date. Like that's intense. Like yeah. – but if you like, like a girl mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're – you know, and you're – you want to ask her out, like, hey, a bunch of my friends are going to the movies. Like, yeah. you don't have to sit and talk about your hearts for three hours. You're sitting next to each other, and you know you like each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of elementary, but it's it's just yeah. a good way to, like, see how they respond. Are they Definitely. laughing in the movie? Do mm-hmm. we have the same humor? Yeah. Like, like there's, like, subtle things that you can pick up on. Yeah. yeah. And do, and do like, do events. Go yeah. do Groupons with each other. Groupons. <laughs> go for it. Nothing says romantic, like, yeah. 70% off. Go Pokemon hey, so, uh, going with yeah. 10,000 people. That first coffee day was really good. I was wondering if you wanted to do a group on with me. <laughs> yeah, I just do a group. Just do it with a group. I have this coupon. It's two for one. Yeah. Chicken dinner. Oh, exactly. gosh. Yeah. Um, um, Christian groupons, guys. We should start something. Oh, Christian oh goodness. Groupons. Trademark, copyright. Oh, okay. What did you say? Um, I, like speaking into that. So you're saying like uh, hanging out with people in groups and like what comes to mind is in the uh, the Four Loves, C.S. Lewis's book, he talks about the Inklings, which is like uh, him, Jarrah Token, and his, their friend Charles. They would like get together uh, twice a week. Charles' book and never how, went anywhere. Charles never went. Charles was the bug Sorry, on the wall. Charles. Charles was the bug <laughs> he, on the he wall. He wrote a book too, but uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. Charles. But uh, C.S. Lewis was saying how like uh, when Charles died, he couldn't get a certain kind of reaction out of Tolkien because mm-hmm. like Charles and Tolkien would, would react in a certain way that Tolkien wouldn't react with with uh, C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And how to get to know the person you're dating, you can't just get to know them by just being with them alone. Definitely. Yeah. Because they're going to actually react to their best friend and yeah. to your friends and to your parents and to their parents and to people they don't know and to people they know completely differently. And that actually will probably show 
Um, yeah. Absolutely. That every yeah. every person that the Lord puts in your life will bring out a different part of your personality. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. And yeah, 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 be in places where they can just act normally as well. Like don't take them every single time you're with them to like a formal dinner with your parents, because obviously they're just going to be like sitting there, probably not saying very much and that sort of thing. But yeah, take them to a place where they would regularly be, you know, yeah. the regular environment and yeah. just with their regular friends, maybe some of your friends as well, yeah. and just see how they normally are. You want to yeah. know the person who's not, you know, even you want to know the extremes as well, but you just want to know the baseline person who, who you're, always, you're, person? you're going to be spending the most time with. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's it's going to set you up too. Like, I mean, that's just the whole purpose of like Christian community and how, you know, again, like back to the idealizing relationships, like we think, oh, like I'm going to find my soulmate and like that's the only person that's ever going to matter to me and that's the only relationship I need. Mm. And where marriage is like a significantly important relationship the way the Lord has set it up, it's not the only relationship in your life mm-hmm. and it won't won't be the only relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a marriage, you need a community around you as well. Yeah. So I think breaking down that mm-hmm. kind of breaking down that ideal of right. what a marriage is is a good thing to remember too. So you yeah. don't like isolate yourself. Yeah, it's true. Hey, before we before we wrap up here, Brittany, is there like you're the only girl here? Do you have anything? Do you want to share anything with just like young Christian women? Yeah, um, I do. Because I know you have some <laughs> thoughts about that, and I I think that'd be like you know this is your opportunity. Okay. To, to, to shine. Yeah. It's no, kidding. Let it shine. Um, well, no, I, what, there's one thing that I think like that I learned through the dating process that I see like our generation struggle with a little bit within Christian dating. And I think that's like women, sometimes I guess it's good to have a high expectation. You need to know that like the guy that's pursuing you has a relationship with Jesus and is pursuing that relationship with the Lord, but he's not... I think often we we want someone who's going to be spiritually mature than us, and we think like, oh, in order for them to lead, they need to be 20 steps ahead of me mm. in their walk with the Lord. But part of the relationship, this is kind of when you get a little bit deeper as well into your relationship, not initially dating, but like when yeah, you're, you yeah. know, you're thinking of marriage and you've been together, but you still have those doubts. If you see your man... <laughs> your guy that you're your dating, man. you see your man like <laughs> pursuing the Lord, <laughs> even if he's like falling still sometimes or struggling, if there, if it's a good struggle and there's progress, that's good. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I'm trying to say is like, he's not going to be perfect. And so like, you can't mm-hmm. expect this man to like, yeah, to, to be perfect, to be this perfect spiritual leader. Do you find that many Christian young adult women are are seeking kind of like this perfect man then? I think so. I think like more in the spiritual maturity side of things. And I think the reality is a lot of young adult women in the church are more spiritually mature than the men. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think the ratio is off a little bit mm-hmm. and therefore women like aren't dating yeah. or they're like looking for something yeah. that's, you I've... know, higher than them in a sense. Right. But it's like if you see that there's a hunger there and a growth yeah. there, then it's okay. It doesn't mean you have to write them off because they're not more spiritually mature than yeah. you. Because yeah. the Lord is going to mature them and you together. Yeah. But again, that's like kind of more when you've yeah. kind of you gone, know. gone through a little bit more. Exactly. I think I think about that too is that, um, Brittany, you're very right in the sense that too, even the yoke thing is very important. And yeah. you need to be some, like, obviously you're not going to be 100% the exact same place <laughs> in your faith. But the thing that I think is just as dangerous as someone being a lot less 
is someone that's way above you as well. Yeah. If you're immature, because then you're always looking at them, not as a partner or even a leader, but just as a constant teacher to yeah. you. Yeah, right. And then they're, they're, yeah. they're almost like glorified in your yeah. eyes. And from that side, yeah, they're like the teacher. But from the other side, it's just like you're always, there's no, there's no um, help from the other side as well. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. it's always, you feel like you're, walking them through your faith and there is a certain thing like i know that guys should be leaders but that we do need a strong woman to help us through that as well oh yeah and be in that like that's super important yeah um and to encourage us and and tell us to get off our butts and do stuff you know when 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 we we feel like we don't need to or or we're down one day to just keep like encouraging us too because that's really really important yeah, for sure. I, I, I remember when Brittany and I started dating, it was like probably like two months in and I was just, we were just talking and I told her some like just some deeper stuff and uh, she, and this is just, I'm I'm kind of praising what you did here because it was really cool. Um, she needed some time and she went and spoke to a couple pastors, one of my pastors and then one of her pastors and they gave her that advice that she already shared where they're like, okay, well, if you see that he is he's working towards, you know, excellence and there's a hunger for that, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, then that is like, that's better than if you didn't find out any or whatever, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like there's, it's a good thing to see that, that progress. And if you see that yeah. in either a guy or the, you want to be hungry for it. Yeah, it goes, you it totally goes it. both ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's sure. really, really important. Hey, that was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. And thank you, Facebook. Love you guys. Thanks mom. All right. Well, that wraps up the Indo podcast. If you want to go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, find us. We're Indoubt or Indoubt Canada on those uh, networks and follow us. We would love that. And if you have any stories, any dating stories uh, yourself, um, email us at info at indoubt.ca or comment um, underneath our episode podcast post on Facebook or just message us on Indoubt as well. And we will definitely get back to you. Anyways, I'm Isaac. I'm Brittany. I'm Jake. I'm Sean. And this is the Indoubt podcast. The In Doubt Podcast is a part of Back to the Bible Canada's young adult ministry, In Doubt. All of Back to the Bible Canada's ministry programs and resources are created for the purpose of leading people forward in their walk with Jesus every day. For more information on all things Back to the Bible Canada, visit backtothebible.ca.